In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Hi, Jasmine. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So I have to say, you know, you went to Berkeley College. I went to Northeastern. I feel like we oh. are like we are extended family. Maybe I don't know, yes. but like, yeah. Um, what did you take away from your time there, Jasmine? Anything? Oh man, I t- I took away so much. I was there for two years, and I was studying um, vocal performance. Hmm. Um. I think the beautiful, not a lot of people graduate Berkeley College of Music. Yeah, I know. I've uh, Yeah. Because they all go on tour and they all form bands together. And it's it's a great way to kind of really be introduced to, you know, the music industry. Yeah. Um, I, I learned, I just, I just learned a lot of, about, honestly, um, music theory. I, I took a lot of music theory in um, in high school. I went to LaGuardia. Wow. Well, uh, the fame, the fame high school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I also went there for vocal, and I learned a lot. Uh, you know, kind of like sight singing—that's what right. they call. Um, and also at Berkeley, but just also being around like all of these talented musicians, and you know, uh, collaboration. I think was a big, a big thing that I, that I learned, like just learning how to reach out to other people and, and for like forming a band, forming something. We, I, I, I perform, I, I formed like a a cover band, like while I was there. Nice. And so it was a, it was a really amazing experience and I, and I loved it, but I ended up leaving because I, I had to like do my own acting training, which I really, I really needed at that moment. And yeah. one of the best decisions I ever made because yeah. here I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And musically, if you're getting into Berkeley, chances are you're pretty damn talented to begin with. So it's like, it's worked out for you. I would say pretty well. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was right. So you went through like a rough patch. I was looking at some of your life, right? I think you had grabbed a waitressing job at the point. At one point, and people are telling you like all the things you aren't right. You are not black enough. You are not sexy enough. Up to that last one, I'm wondering if that person who said that needs corrective lenses. Uh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I just how how do you get through a time when everyone's telling you why you are not as why you're not as good, a good a person as you you think you are? Like they're almost belittling you, backhanded comments. I don't know. How do you? How do you get through a time like that when you know your ability, when you know what you're worth? Um, that was a very hard period in my life. Um, and I don't think at that time I was very confident, you know, mm. I, I, I think at the end of the day, learning how to get through it was everything was about the work to right. me. You know, because even somebody telling me that I'm not sexy enough, like I, 
it's it's like, well, both like fuck that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I I I want the role because it's it's meaty and I can like sink my teeth into it and I want nuanced characters. I don't want just like the sexy role. So, you know, F you like I'm moving on and I'm and I'm continuing doing you know, the next audition of 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 like what I'm interested in. Right. You know, and and I've been able, I've been really lucky and I've been able to like really get some amazing parts, you know, due to the fact that of the, of the work that I do and the work it's, it's all about the work, you know, and that's what you have to, to go back to. And that's what I want to be known for, not known for like the sexy character. I want to be known for the, the complicated character, the nuanced character, the character with so many colors and flaws and, you know, so, um, it, it, it was the love for what I do and, mm. and why I do it that, that kept me, you know, that kept me going. Yeah, because you can play the sexy, but you can also play the, all the things you just said. So it's like, it's such a dated, like, um, mindset. It's a very like old school, like, I don't know. I, I when I read it, I was like that, that you, at that time of your life, it was like, it's the worst time to get hit with those, like, what are essentially backhanded compliments, right? Yeah, it 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 was so it was so stupid. I remember I I auditioned for it like three times, and you know they were like she's not sexy enough, and I had to come back like in a in a sexier outfit. And oh it's, my god! It so you know it's it's oh. so stupid because it's like all you could do like just cast me in it, and then like you know that's all up to the costume design. I think. I think I think you know we've changed a little bit in the industry like yes. since then. I think that was that was like 10 years ago. Mm, you know, mm. I think um hopefully I think I think so. I I think there's a little bit of of some movement there, but that really was was an old school kind of way of going about things and I I remember I was I was really really hurt. I I I remember that really hit me. And I was just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. This industry sucks. Like it really, it really sucks. I think I remember like I was, I cried after and I was just like, why did I do all of this studying about the work when I'm going into these rooms and this is all that, you know, that they care about, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, like, I'm glad I didn't get it. I'm glad I didn't, I didn't do that project, you know? Um, so but then you have like a reversal of fortune because right around Hamilton, you have people that now see the greatness that you've always known you were capable of. They see this person that is such a good actor, capable of not one but two roles in Hamilton. So now you have some something or some somebody or people that see what you are actually worth. Not so that's kind of a, a that that I don't want to say tragedy, but th that negativity you experienced prior to that only puts more joy into what happened around Hamilton. Is that a good way of looking at that? I think absolutely. And I yeah. think it's also like, it's also just sticking. It's me sticking to who I am as an artist. Right. And some, and you have to, sometimes you just have to go through those like terrible moments, you know, and there, and there's a lot of those moments, I think in this industry and you really like know what you want to do and what you don't want to do and what you're willing to take and what you're not willing to take, right. you know, like, me as a as a as an older woman now and I've been in this business for for a minute now it's like 
I, I know what I want. I know what I need. Um, and I, I know the roles that I want to play and I know, and I also know like what I'm going to take and mm. what I'm not going to take, you mm. know, mm. how people talk to me, how people approach me, you know, and, you know, and, and treat people with, with kindness. Yeah. You know, and it's in blind spotting is essentially for those listening or watching, it's essentially Ashley's story, right? It's, it's, a, it's you, it's, it's, you know, is there a lot of pressure to create there? Is there a lot of pressure to um, like, how do you, how do you come to a point where you decide what Ashley should be like, what you want audience to see audiences to see coming away from it? How do you formulate that Jasmine? Well, I think I was very fortunate because this is a unusual kind of way of, of forming Ashley is yeah. I've, I've been a involved in this blind spotting world since the movie you're right so you know i'm very close to rafa and i'm very close to david they're they're like my some of my best friends at this point and so when they you know called me and they were like we're thinking of making this a tv show and making it about ashley like are you do you want to do it and i'm like duh absolutely (laughs) You know, like I'm going to their house and we're just like talking, you know, we're or we're just texting. Like, how do you think Ashley should wear her hair? Like, let's make a Pinterest. Like, I've been talking about Ashley and her and who she is for months before we even started the show. Right. And I would see like early, early, like, you know, vision boards of even what the season would look like. So the fact that, you know. I've been I've I've been a part of this process like super super early and just kind of like forming the show and forming the world and forming who she is. I mean it 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 that's how it started. So it's it's like talking about this character and who she is it, it you know for a year even before you know we started it's so many conversations it's laughing over dinner it's it's mm-hmm. what do you think about this it's what do you think about that it's yeah. uh, it's more than just me sitting a couple of weeks before and coming up with some ideas you know it's right. it's been multiple conversations like over drinks over you know movie nights you know just hanging out in the kitchen a text a call so it's a long process in developing. It's not like, okay, it's not like, okay, I got the script. Let me just do this overnight. Like, this is something that, yeah, I gotcha. Um, you know, it's hard to see her try to maintain happiness, Ashley. Like as, as a viewer, I could feel it. It's just like, it, you know, the burden she has to be as a mom watching somebody. And, and I think the show does a wonderful job of showing how incarceration, not just affects the person going away, but the ripple effect of everybody else. Like, and to watch you balance that is just as someone who loves actors, it's just a work of art, Jasmine. You do such a wonderful job of that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, and that, that's, but, but I love how the show does expose it. Hey, listen, like it's hard, but yeah, it's even harder for those on the outside trying to pe- pick up the rest of the pieces. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's the main part about the show. It's we we've seen so many stories of how the prison system affects the people in prison, but it's like, what about, all of the people that it trickles down to all of the families, all of the, especially the mothers that, um, you know, are trying to keep this family together. Mm. You know, I've, I, um, I had a loved one that was in Rikers and I would 
visit them. You know, my family and I, we would go visit them. And mostly, mostly all of the people that were in there visiting were all women mm, mm, and mm, mothers, mm, you know, yeah. bringing kids and, and trying to, how do you, how do you keep a relationship together? How do you keep a, a family together when mm. you have a loved one that's behind bars and they make it hard? Sometimes you'll go to a visitation and you'll never see them that day, yeah, you know, because yeah. there's a lockdown, there's something that happens. You, you know, you get there and you wait hours and you might never see them. So um, I think it's, it's bringing, it's bringing light to that and also bringing light to the unsung hero who's Ashley, who's many, many women that are out there that are, that are like her, that are trying to do everything that they can to keep it together, I guess, you know. Thank you for all this time. I have three points I want to throw by you before you go. Thank, I'm really enjoying this. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Um, you know, one of the things is the scenes that I love are with Rainy and working with Helen Hunt and just watching you guys. It's so much fun. I mean, I, I still cry when I think about her in Castaway. It's so emotional. Yeah. Um, say whatever you want about Helen Hunt because she has certainly complimented you on more than one occasion. When I was doing research today, she's really she she's on the Jasmine train. She's she's all about you as an actor for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm on the. I'm in the front row. Right? It's crazy because like this, this woman has done everything under the sun. I mean, like she's, she's been through it all in this industry and she's not just an actress. She's been a producer. She's a writer. She's a director. She's everything. And so um, we've had a few scenes. Some of my favorite scenes that I have with her is, is in the season finale in episode eight um, of the second season. Mm. And, you know, she's an amazing actress and you just get to go like, you know, head to head with her, you know, and we have these intense moments. And then, you know, in between breaks, we're like hugging and loving on each other. And and it's just like that's that's everything, you know, Um, she's an incredible, an incredible actor. And so, you know, you just learn so much every time you do a scene with her, you know, Um, you walk away a better actor when you act with Helen Hunt. Like that's the kind of actor that she is. And, and speaking of incredible, um, the, the scene with you looking into the camera, rapping and talking with the tennis racket is powerful as all hell. It reminded me very much of Spike Lee's do the right thing where he has a lot of scenes where like radio Rahim is talking about love and hate and it's talking right to the camera. To me, those scenes hit hard. They hit hard. He, and he's got a spike. does a few of those. Um, great work. Talk about that scene. Unbelievable. Like just, just really powerful, like forcing itself through the television. Just great stuff. Yeah, we we were running out of light <laughs> when we shot it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm taking a tennis racket and I'm breaking all of these things. And so I only got to do it twice in each room. So I only, you know, in each, each like, if you break it in half, there's like two sections and I only got to do it twice. So it was a lot of pressure um, doing it. And I, and I wanted to make sure, you know, there's all of this choreography that goes into it as well. It's like, you got to break it on this side. You got to make sure you're doing it on here. It's, it's a lot, but um, it's one of my favorite things that Ashley does in Mm. this show. Mm. You know, it's her, we always talk about that. These are like these letters that she's writing to Sean that he can read when he gets older 
you know, so he can understand like completely what she's going through and her emotions. And, you know, I, I approach them almost like Shakespearean monologues, you know, um, and I'm, I'm really trying to make sure that it's grounded and honest and, you know, with every beat you're seeing her think of the thought it's not like a performance. It's not like, no, Ashley is going to perform. It's like, I really want to make sure that you're understanding that it's, it's coming to her like right in the moment. And so um, it's, it's very nerve wracking doing those, you know, cause I feel like I never have enough time. Um, and I always want so much rehearsal time, but we never have that because it's TV. Yeah. You know? Um, but, but we all work together and, and try to do the best that, that we can. And it's one of like the more of the challenging things that I do, but I mean, and I always turn around to Rafa and Diggs and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, yeah, you can. Yeah. That's awesome. It's the best. It's, it's, it's what you want. I think as a creative and as, as an artist, it's, I mean, something I can sink my teeth into. And, um, I, even though it is nerve wracking, I have so much fun doing it. And um, I think it's just like one of the most badass things that Ashley does in this show. Yeah. And she does a lot. Uh, I want to end with this. Um, so you have, you have a huge following on, um, and I'm talking about the show and your performance on Reddit. There was, I wanted to run one comment by you. These are from fans and two quick questions. This is the comment. She's doing phenomenal work. The nuances of depression and disassociation while trying to be strong on the outside are all over her face. That roller coaster shot was incredible. When fans can pick up on that, how great is that? Like these fans know their stuff. I mean, it's amazing. You yeah, know? that's amazing. Um, you know, I when we shot that scene, um, it was the last day of shooting, and I got really, really sick. Um, I think it was just like us shooting outside. And I think like we, we did this whole thing and I think like I was just so tired and, mm. but it was the first scene that we shot on the last day. And I think we were on the roller coaster about nine times. And I don't think you understand how hard it is to be on a roller coaster in the front and not scream or smile or put your hands up. Oh, I can't go on a roller coaster in general. So that that adds to that scene. <laughs> you know, I can't even, even imagine. Um, but they d- they described it perfectly. That's exactly what um, you know, Ashley is doing through the whole entire season. She's she's feeling all of these feelings and she's just pushing them down and she's going through a depression and she's in denial about it because I think she feels this pressure that she has to do everything herself. And she just wants to, she wants to be good at it. She wants to be good at it all. And, uh, you know, none of them, none of these characters are communicating properly and saying what they need or what they want in a very healthy way. And it isn't until at the end where they're all honest with each other of really what they're going through, where they can kind of come to some conclusion of how to get through this together. But, um, they no, they described her perfectly. That's exactly what she's going through. In- yes, super bright fans. Yeah, yeah. Two quick questions. Um, did you speak to any couples that experience incarcer and in, with incarceration to prepare for the role? Couples, no, but I I did go through my own personal. That's right. That's right. You said you went through your own. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, and the last thing is, you called this the most fulfilling creative work of your career. 
what aspects are most fulfilling to you, Jasmine? It's the way that David Diggs and Rafael Casal have decided to, you know, tell the story through a woman's perspective Mm. and through all of her flaws and, you know, the roller coaster of her emotions. She is such a real person. And through that, we get this theatrical way of storytelling through TV that I've never, ever seen before. Mm. And Mm. the fact that I am blessed and honored to get to kind of lead that and creatively express myself um, in these heightened ways and these beautiful ways. um, To me, it feels like a piece of art. Um, And that is everything to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an unbelievable performance. Um, Is there anything you wanted to get out there before I let you go? whether it's projects or show or anything related to social media, whatever you wanted to get out there, Jasmine. No, I just, I, I just, I think the show is so important and the more people that it, it reaches, um, I think the better I, this show is so funny. It is a comedy, but we (laughs) talk about, you know, very serious issues and um, everybody just go and, and watch the show. It's, it's a, it's a, Beautiful piece of art, you know. And the way they're blended, the comedy and the drama, it's perfect. I love it. I love it. And I love your work. And I can't thank you enough for coming on today. You're so talented. Thank you for this. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.